Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The LSU Tigers. LSU wins the BCS. Yes. One team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And I'll tell you, Mardi Gras about to break out. Talk about my thing. To the 20. Geis. Touchdown. Who that? This is the Chris Gordy Show. Good morning, New Orleans. Welcome in to the Chris Gordy Show on a Monday morning. November 27th, 2017. We are back and we are live, baby. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Had some best ofs on the back end of last week and enjoyed the Thanksgiving holiday, but we are back and it's first Monday in a while. We don't have a Saints and an LSU win to talk about. LSU got a win. They beat down the Aggies as expected and got out with the victory and AM's now fired coach Sumlin and we'll get into the whole coaching search because there is man oh man there is a lot of fun stuff going on with the coaching searches right now we're going to get into all that but I got to start with the Saints this morning as they fall to the Rams out in Los Angeles 26 to 20 score maybe not as indicative as uh, how the game played out because the Saints just got beat I mean they uh, we, we talked about this last week we said that the Rams have been playing really good defensively this year with Wade Phillips. Uh, he's got those guys playing really well, and then they got they got beat down a little bit last week against men, against the Vikings, and so they bounced back in a big way to beat the Saints. Now, look, I don't feel I don't feel any bad or any worse about the Saints today. Like it's you went into a tough environment and you, and you lost a you know you made it respectable. You scored late and you get that onside kick and. Who knows? You get that onside kick. Does anybody doubt Breeze is going to go down and throw a game-winning touchdown? So you had a chance. You know, I don't want to take away from that, but this is where you are right now. And now the the losing or the winning streak has been snapped, and now you have a massive, massive game this Sunday at the Superdome with the Carolina Panthers coming in. Because guess what? The Panthers and the Falcons both won yesterday. They will not lose anymore. It sucks, but the NFC South is still very much up for grabs. And the Saints, you've got to just take care of your business one week at a time now. And it starts this Sunday at Carolina. Now, you got the two games with Atlanta still. At a minimum, you got to split those, but you worry about that when you get there. This Sunday, though, to for to stay in 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 the pro- you know, in the head of the NFC South, you've got to beat the Panthers. It is a massive game. The Superdome is going to be packed. It is going to be rocking, and it's going to be awesome. So I cannot wait for this Sunday. We'll talk about it all week long as we get closer to Sunday. But a massive, massive game for the uh, taking on the Carolina Panthers. You freaking Jets, you couldn't just get it done. I mean, ugh. Couldn't stop the Panthers. Panthers were running the ball. They were Cam Newton was running around out there, and I don't know what the hell happened with the Panthers, but they're not that crappy team we saw a couple weeks ago when the Saints went out to Carolina. They're a much better team right now. It is a Monday morning, and we would we wouldn't get the show started right if we didn't welcome in producer Michael. I swear, one of these days Drew Brees isn't going to have a horrible fantasy football day on top of it all. 
I needed that, like, you know, touchdown after the onside kick that you didn't get. Yeah. I, uh, not the greatest Sunday. Look, it, it, And Larry's it, hair gets saved now, right? No, I mean... He's got a reprieve. The, yeah, I mean, he. it's... They still got a chance to win ten. Oh, I thought it was a winning streak. My bad. No, it's just ten. Ten just wins, 10 right? Game. There? No, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just ten games. He just he didn't just, think they would even do that. He just gets an extra week then. Yeah. Um, Saints defense, or rather the Rams defense, though, just did a really good job shutting down the Saints in the second half. Here's what I just looked up. If you look at the drives, you know the 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 drives in the second half of the Saints. Here's how it went: punt, 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 field goal, punt. And then you get that touchdown in the final minute to make it a little bit closer. But uh, Saints had no no turnovers in the game. Seven penalties for 112 yards. That was bad. But the Saints shut down the Saints running game for the most part. Uh, Mark Ingram had 11 carries for 31 yards. That's three yards a carry. And Kamara, in the first half, breaks off that 74-yard touchdown run. But take away that run, and the Saints had 16 carries for 49 it's yards. It's not a good number. There was no. No, no, I mean, look, that's the credit to the, to the Rams for being who they are defensively, and they can get after you, and they did uh, did it yesterday. But that, if you're looking for the positives, you know, your defense wasn't horrible as well. You stuck it in, you stayed in yeah, that ball no, game. You're out there in L.A. It makes it tough. Here, here was the thing. We knew, you knew going in with no Marshall Lattimore, no Ken Crawley, you knew the secondary was going to have their fits, and they did. They gave up, what, almost 350, or over 350 yards to, to Jared Goff. That's not good. But... You had a pass rush. Cam Jordan was in the backfield every play. At some point, play. you can say, "Hey, that Jared Goff guy's pretty good." He is, and he and he'll 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 very much be in the running for MVP. Him along with Carson Wentz as the season goes along, because they both have really really good years. Now Wentz has the edge up on him, but we'll see what happens here in the final weeks of the season. But uh, the Saints, you know, not losing uh, Alex Okafor last week. I thought, okay, you're going to have a void there. I thought Trey Hendrickson played well. I thought that all the guys that filled in in, in his place, I thought, played well. Like I said, you were getting a pass rush on golf. What, you got to him four times. Uh, Cam Jordan with two sacks. I thought linebacker play was good. Having A.J. Klein back in there was huge. Craig Robertson had a massive day. Uh, he was all over all over the field. They they contained Todd Gurley for the most part. They, they did pretty well, all things considered, not having your your starting corners in there now, you got to cross your fingers and pray to God that those guys get back sooner rather than later. But you feel good knowing wherever you end up in the postseason, and right now the postseason is not a given. I mean, you got to right. you got to take care of your business. <laughs> I cannot but, believe we're still talking about taking care of your business. It's unbelievable. It's, it's just stupid. You'll feel better knowing if you get to, if you can get into January and you've got all and you've got Lattimore back healthy, you've got Crawley back healthy, and all those guys are ready to go. Saints have a shot. Saints yeah. have a shot against anybody they play because, look, you just played one of the best teams in the NFC yesterday, and you know, I, like I said, they took away your run game. Their defense was pretty darn good. You didn't have your two starting corners, and you lost by six. So, you know, all things considered, I, I think you're not afraid of going to LA if you have to go there in, in the playoffs. Now, again, you. They now have the head-to-head over you. You'd like to see. I mean, you you feel good that possibly you know uh, Jared Goff, who doesn't have any experience in in a playoff situation, would crumble. To be honest with you, that's what you that's what you hope for. Yeah. Um, so they, also, great crowd out there in LA. Again. How about the Saints fans? You there's guys, more Saints fans than damn Rams fans out there. You guys brought it. My goodness, that was awesome to see. I mean, it was like the Saints got a first down. Right, and you hear, again, it, yeah, it, I'm it like, gets what back the to. The NFL thinking they know all and have to and rule all and should make all these 
the the city of Los Angeles does deserved zero football teams and doesn't really have an interest in either one of them and it made no sense from the get go to put one and then two of them out there and you know what screw it the, 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 they can have those two teams and uh, every time the Saints go out there there'll be more Saints fans in the crowd than Rams fans and I don't like it I follow a couple of LA writers on Twitter and of course they're Throughout the game, they're a oh, great crowd for the Rams today. Yeah, I'm sure they were. There's 40,000. This is good. Looks good. This is the same crowd like, that. Oh are these God. the same writers that told me when the Astros were in the World Series that Minute Maid Park wasn't anything special? Yeah. And then I go to Dodger Stadium and it's a morgue, literally from the get go. <laughs> yeah. Now those people who live in L.A. they're they're a special kind of uppity douchey. Yeah. I mean that's just that's just what they are. But so here's where we stand in the NFC. You've got the Eagles. Still atop a ten and one, the Vikings. God, did they look good on uh, on Thanksgiving Day? Case yeah. Keenum, Case Keenum, man. That, Offense that guy in the second is, half didn't look as great, but but th- that that guy is he's keeping them afloat. It's amazing he can't, because they can't bench him. He, he has to keep playing. The Texans just let him walk two years ago. Like they're like, eh, well, hell, see you the later. Rams let him go. The Rams let him go. Yeah, but they had a reason to. I mean, that's, there's that. But so the Vikings are nine and two. The Rams are now the three seed at eight and three, and the Saints also eight and three. But the Rams now have that head to head over the Saints. So, uh, look, you just cross your fingers. You hope the Saints can take care of their business. You hope the Rams finish with a couple losses here. Remember, they still got to play the Eagles. They got to go to Seattle, and they got to go to Tennessee. So, those are all very losable games for the Rams here the next couple weeks. Um, I'll say though, if the Saints want to be the three seed, you got. Carolina at Atlanta, home for the Jets, home for the Falcons at Tampa Bay. I think you got to go four and one. I agree. I it think almost feels one. like five and zero oh is is really needed, which is nuts well, to think. Look, I, I I think that short week game, that Thursday night at Atlanta, is the one that they're going to lose. Yeah, four. You, look, four and one. You absolutely good. have to win the rest of them, and the Jets are not going to be. They're not going to be an easy out. I mean, but it's a team you should beat. Then you get the Falcons at home, and then you go to Tampa, who. They still, they're still playing hard. I mean, I watched Tampa a little bit yesterday. They are still trying. They're still playing hard. Now, maybe that last week of the season, maybe it being that last game, they're like, all right, let's sit Mike Evans. You know, like a lot of teams do that. When they get that last week and it looks like they're going to have a top 10 pick in the draft, they're kind of like, oh, Mike Evans has a knee issue. Yeah. Uh, he can't play. And, you know, maybe some of their key guys will be out and you could maybe sleepwalk through that one. But. Um, again, it, it sucks in the grand scheme of things when we're talking about the seeding. But you know what? Three seed or four seed, it doesn't matter at that point, really. I mean, you're you're gonna play. You're gonna have to go through all these teams eventually, anyway. But um, you know, the key would be getting a, a top two seed so that you don't have to play uh, that first weekend. But it looks like that's out the window now because Minnesota's got the head-to-head over you. They're nine and two, and they're just not slowing down. So it looks like. The Saints, if you're going to do this, you're going to win the division, first and foremost. That's the most important. And then you'll be playing a playoff game week weekend number one. And right now, with the Falcons 8-3, and three, the the uh, I'm sorry, the Panthers 8-3, and three, the Falcons 7-4, and four, it looks like you're going to be playing one of your conference foes in the freaking first round. I mean, that sucks. It, it, and it's going to be a team that's familiar with you. So uh, That's all right, though. You take the advantage on them in the regular season and then you'll feel good about going into it yeah uh 504-260-1280 is the number if you want to get in 504-260-1280 there was a ton of stuff we have got to get to today including uh we mentioned ellis with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dude, they got their uh, ninth win of the season over the weekend. They beat down the Aggies. They're now 9-3. and three. LSU with a chance to win their bowl game and finish with 10 wins in Coach O's first year. Mighty impressive following a blowout loss to Mississippi State and a loss to Troy at home. So that's mighty, mighty impressive way to turn things around. Uh, Auburn went and did the impossible, and praise God, I'm an Auburn fan on this Monday because they beat Alabama. And anytime that, Alabama that, that was an ass win. Anytime Alabama loses, it is a good Monday. But the college football playoff rankings will come out this week. Who in the hell is going to be ranked one, two, three, and four? It's a lot of questions to be answered. We'll get into all that, but. Look, there's a lot of things I love, Michael, in in sports. I love the NBA trade deadline. I love the NFL draft. There's a lot of things I love. Nothing. Uh, one of the things that ranks right up there, though, is the coaching searches, the off season, oh, it where is. all the all the coaches, the rumors. I heard this guy was buying a house. I mean, that it's it's just the funniest thing. And what went down yesterday with the with the University of Tennessee. My goodness, what is happening in Knoxville? We'll get into that. We'll talk about some of the uh, vacancies that have already been filled. Because, look, we're a month away from the early signing period. All these schools and all these programs are like, we got to make a hire. we got to do it now. We can't sit on our hands and interview candidates. we got to go get somebody now. So it was this desperation last night of hiring, hiring, hiring. We'll get into all of that after this. It's the Chris Gordy Show on a Monday morning. More after this. This is Chris Gordy on Sports 1280, New Orleans. Welcome back in Chris Gordy show here on a Monday. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to get involved with the show, you can do so. Fall lines are open, 504-260-1280, 504-260-1280. You can uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Chris Gordy. He is at MC790, Michael Connor, Dave on the other side of the glass making things happen. And what a weekend it was. I mean, look, this this early signing period, we knew about this in the offseason, but they made this early signing period of recruiting. It's at the end of December, mm-hmm. and it's for kids who are committed to the school to be able to get in earlier, not have to wait till signing day and fax it's their paperwork. It's always good to get in early. Yeah, if 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 you if you've been committed to a school for just this, this whole time, why not Gotta get in. why not just you know make it happen then? So I like it. But here's the thing that happens is you create this early signing period. Now the pressure's on these schools and these universities to fill vacancies much quicker. I yeah. mean if you're firing your head coach at the end of the year, you gotta make a change really quick. And so let's start with First off, UCLA. They fired Jim Moore last week. Chip Kelly was making it known all week long last week, I'm either going to Florida or UCLA. And we kept going back and forth on it. And we as LSU guys kept saying, we don't want him in Florida. Like, I, I have no interest in Chip Kelly being in Florida. I don't want to have to go up against his yeah, offenses. you feel pretty good about Dan Mullen going to, yes. going to Florida for me. Well, hang on. One, one at a time. So UCLA, the report comes out Saturday morning. Like, I'm watching game day and there's a report. And it's like, uh, we've heard Dan Mullen is, or rather, uh, Chip Kelly is interested in UCLA, or he's leaning UCLA. 
Not even five minutes later, UCLA's Twitter account tweets out, Welcome to UCLA, Coach Kelly. I'm like, holy crap, that happened quick. See, I missed that. I missed that tweet. I was a little uh, busy. So Chip Kelly goes to UCLA. All right, good. We got one coaching vacancy done. LSU goes and beats the crap out of A&M. We heard all week someone was out no matter what. The rumblings start coming. Yesterday morning, they made it official. Kevin Sumlin is out at A&M. Florida, we knew they, they uh, Jim McElwain was out. Start hearing the rumblings late last night. I hear, hey, Dan Mullen may be considering Florida. and we Because talk- Florida is swung and miss on everything once again. Yeah, and we talked about this last week. I said, that's the safest pick for Florida. If they can't get Chip Kelly, the safest pick would be Dan Mullen because I know he's... He's running good offense, and yeah. what's the what's been Florida's big bugaboo the past five offense. years? Their offense sucks. I know he's been the quarterback play sucks. I know he's had some good seasons at Mississippi State, considering that it's Mississippi State. But honestly, he wasn't all that great. Well, like, that's that's the thing. He still went four and four this year. I mean, like, yeah. like his coverage record is thirty three and thirty nine in his, all his years at, at Mississippi State. Now, I, and I'm not going to just sit sit there and lay back and say you know it's Mississippi State. Take that lazy excuse anymore because you know why. Their expectation level was that they're better than this, and everybody talked about him like they were better than that. Yeah, and he really wasn't that good. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with uh, Dan Mullen's thinking is he could have stayed at Mississippi State for ten. He's, oh, he could have stayed there for twenty years. I, I he could have coached there the rest of his life. He's in his forties now. Forty five. Yeah, like he's up there in age already. Like up there, he's not. He, he could. He could. He spent, he's gonna coach for another twenty years if he, he wants. He could have spent another ten years at Mississippi State. They would have. They would have built a statue of him. He would have had no pressure. He could have went. He could have won four games next year, and they would have been like, "Hey, coach, it's all right. We still love you." Like they would have loved him no matter what he did at Mississippi State because they've been relevant for the past five years at Mississippi State. I mean, like they've actually had good programs and they've had good quarterbacks from Dak Prescott to Nick Fitzgerald. So he that was his option. He could have stayed there, been the king of Starksville, but money talks. And Florida's going, you know what? We'll up the ante. And that little thing in the back of your mind that, that all these coaches have, that little competitive it's voice, it starts getting in your head going, you know what? I could just sit here at Mississippi State and become a billion, you know, a multimillionaire for years to Which come. Which already is. Or I get to take that next challenge. What if I could get to Florida and get better recruiting classes and make it happen there in the East and win the – and by the way, I don't have to play Alabama, LSU, A&M, uh, Auburn every year. I can go over to the East where basically I just have to beat Georgia and I'm in and I'm in Atlanta. So it's uh, it's an interesting move for, for Dan Mullen, but I like it. I, I think he'll be good at Florida now as an LSU guy. We'll see. But, hey, look, you were going to have to face Mullen every year anyway at Mississippi right. State, and he's beaten you a couple times. But so. now he's going to be at, yeah, he's going to be at, uh, at Florida where he yeah. should get some better recruits. And he should. We'll see what Mississippi State does with their vacancy. And then, of course, so, Arkansas so the, dropping out on Brett Bielema as yeah, well. Yeah, so, so we predicted, we, we heard that so, Bielema well, is the, probably going to be fired from, from Arkansas. Think about all the schools that we talked about like last week. We said that, we I think we counted Mississippi State because we said Dan Mullen's probably going to leave. Right. right. Arkansas. A&M, Tennessee. Yeah, so right now in the West, you've got Arkansas, A&M, and Mississippi State all open. Ole Miss made a surprise move last night. They actually went and gave the job to Matt Luke. Now, look, that was a joke earlier in the year. We were, we were like, oh, God, this interim guy. Matt Luke actually like got these guys ready to play, and like they were competitive. And even when they lost their quarterback, the backup was still good, and they were competitive. So it was like, maybe Matt Luke is, can do a good job here. And then... 
there before the Egg Bowl, did you see the video of him speaking to his team? Yeah. It was an awesome video. I mean, it's motivational speech of just like, nobody's giving us a chance. Uh, I don't want to hear crap about, from the outsiders and all this. And he gave a really good speech. And, and then, of course, they go on to beat Mississippi State. Now, Nick Fitzgerald gets knocked out in the first quarter, and Mississippi State's got to go to their backup. It is what it is. If Nick Fitzgerald plays that whole game, I think Mississippi State wins. But you still got to go out there and execute. And Ole Miss did, and I like it. I'm happy for a guy like Matt Luke. And, and to be honest, if you're Ole Miss, staring down the barrel of potential sanctions and everything else, nobody was going to want that job. It no, was going to be tough yeah. to sell to. You know, they were even they were talking about um, uh, what's his face, Frank Wilson, the former LSU uh, running backs coach, who's over at UTSA. They were talking about him and all these rumors. Stick with Matt Luke. See if give him two years. If he can't get it going, you know what, Ole Miss, you'll go find, out and find another coach. But I kind of like that. Okay, they just keep Matt Luke. So now, like we mentioned, you got Arkansas, you got Mississippi State, Auburn. We were talking about had Gus Malzahn lost the Iron Bowl. I think today we'd be talking about Gus Malzahn, the new Arkansas, Arkansas head coach. coach. Yeah, he wins the Iron Bowl. Auburn's like, we can't. We can't. We're going to be in the college football playoff. We, yeah, like we have a very good chance. We go in and beat Georgia again uh, for the second time this year in, in in Atlanta. We're going to the playoff. Yeah, Gus Malzahn's our guy. Like, no, yeah. go ahead and his second. I mean, he could be in his second national title game. Yeah, already. So, uh, and considering what the West is to be in this, to be in the national title game twice in your era when Nick Saban is coaching against you. It's kind of good. Yeah, you probably hold on to that guy. So all I heard on the Arkansas front was. They were all in on Malzahn. So I have no idea where Arkansas is going to go They're saying now. what now? Uh, what's the guy, from the, the defensive coordinator from Clemson? Oh, Venables? Brent yeah, Venables? Yeah, Brent Venables. And okay. There was another name. That's po- the same names that popped. Brent Venables' name gets popped out there every yes, year, and he literally never year. lands a job. Every year. Uh, A&M is... Mike Norvell was the other one. Mike Norvell. Yeah, his name keeps popping up. Uh a and M, they're they're sold on Jimbo Fisher, and there's a couple of TV reporters in Houston who put out reports last night that Jimbo Fisher's the guy. I can't imagine how much they're going to have to pay to get him. I, it's going to be. They just said, stupid. "Oh yeah, they said it's going to it's six years plus." Um, then you're locking it in. What happens if he goes there and it doesn't work? Exactly. Good luck. Yeah. No. So, but A and M thinks very highly of themselves. They think that they are. Uh, they think they're Alabama. They think they deserve to be. You know, I hate A and M. Now look, they've got Just the money. They've got the money to pay whoever and, and pay top dollar. But um, it, it makes it a real interesting search. So uh, Mississippi State. I haven't. Have you heard anything on no. who they'll look at? I, I think they're going to get the they're, leftovers. Right? They're going to have to take one of these up and comer, a flyer on one of these up and comer. Maybe guys. they take the Mike Norvell of the world. See, Norvell, though, like his name was being thrown around with Tennessee. And that's what we got to get into next. We've got to grab a break here. But we got to get into this Tennessee And get the phone calls. We have phone calls. With Greg Schiano and oh all my these God. other people. Oh, my God. We More after this. It's Chris Gordy Show. Stay there. It's your home. This is where you talk to home teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Welcome back in. Chris Gordy Show on a Girls. What's up, Monday shot? morning. We got a we got a new one, Gordy. Saints lost, but it's okay. We need to we need to win against the Panthers this Sunday. She went to Alabama. How do you feel about that? Oh, you got a you got a girlfriend from Alabama. I, I don't know if it's a girlfriend yet, but we uh we went out 
all three you days. Ask her. All three days over the weekend. You should give her your Letterman jacket and ask her. If she wants to go, <laughs> we're ask, we're ask well. If she wants to go steady. <laughs> we're well on our way to going steady, Gordy. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yeah, I'm Gordy. <laughs> you can go to Bud's, Bud's Broiler and share a milkshake. What's Bud's, Bud's Broiler? One milkshake, two straws. Thank you. Maybe I should get her something on Cyber Monday on Amazon. A crockpot. <laughs> crock she likes to cook. Oh, that's what she I already, love. She's already cooked. She cooked for me. Oh, that's night. love. We went to Best Buy the other night just to see what they had going on on the Black Friday sale. And they had, like, appliances and, like, mixers <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, nobody's even looking. Like, everybody's going for the electronics. Oh, Nothing says love like a blender. But by the way. I need a they, new TV. Did you see the TV deals? Or, or were oh, they yeah, all they're gone? Stu- they're, they're stupid. But, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm just... I used to be Mr. Technology. I'm just a little behind now. I, there's like four, all these 4K TVs, LED, yeah, HD. 4K is the new thing, and I don't understand The, the curved TVs. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with what I have. I have no idea what all this is. They're like Blu-ray players with 3D, Blu-ray players with 4K. I have a PlayStation. I don't the, need any of that stuff. They got the Google Chrome, the Chromecast, the Chromecast 4K. I'm like, oh my God, I just can't keep up with all of it. So, uh, By the way, there was a guy in line with a shopping cart with about thirty Google Chromes, Chromecasts in his in his cart, I'm like, first off, do you even know thirty people that you want to give gifts to for Christmas? But like, you're going to give every them. single one of them Chromecast. Well, here's the thing: like, ten years ago that was a thing, but now with eBay, Amazon, so many things, like you can't, like the the deals are there for people. Like, you can't sell those to. Like you're not going to make your money back reselling those to people. Like it's just not going to happen. I just need I need a TV, and I'm trying to find TV deals. Those still exist somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There will be tons of TV deals today. So I, I need a T- I need a TV. Let's uh, let's go to the phones five zero four two six zero twelve eighty. Let's get Al in here. Who's been holding Al? What's up, man? You know it's the most fun about calling you all. Y'all really have fun in your job. You know you enjoy it. You enjoy Absolutely. You enjoy each other. That's always nice when somebody's calling your radio show. Being up, and I want to pass that on to you. That's good. Um, can you imagine Dan Mullen and his wife being satisfied to live in Stockholm for that long no. of time that, that they have to try to figure out should I go? Should I wake up on the beach somewhere, maybe? <laughs> or should I wait? Or should I wait at the McDonald's with the jukebox? It's really unbelievable. I tell you what, Al. You pay me thirty million dollars, I may move to Starkville, Mississippi. Yeah, I, I think I could too, actually. <laughs> That's what I love about you—the love of gold, boys. Young Stallions, the love of gold, boys. Hey, remember, uh, remember this. I don't know who, how many of y'all are married. You never ever marry though for love. You marry a cook. You learn to love the cook. I promise you. Oh, absolutely. Well, this one can cook right now. I can tell you that she cooked. She made this. She made this pecan cheesecake the other day. Oh my God. You 
sure she made it didn't buy it at uh, Ross's or something? No, she, she made it. She sent me pictures when she was making it. I know it was real. Yeah, but an interesting uh, interview with a guy uh, yesterday morning, drunk, half-sucker, drunk, from Alabama. He, you know who he credited giving the, the Auburn victory to? LSU. For beating the living <laughs> crap out of LSU physically. You know they lost all the linebackers, et cetera. And yeah. he said he think he'd give that to LSU. I think that's pretty nice that he even considered mentioning LSU. Yeah, well, I tell you what, if you're if you're Auburn, yeah, you're thinking LSU and Mississippi State because what Al- what what they did on film against Alabama, I mean, the recipe for success was right there. Right. Right. So, anything else, Al? That's it. All right, thanks for the call, man. Always great to hear from you, Al. Don't Thank be a stranger. Yeah, you know, take care, young stallion. You too, man. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be so, that young stallion. So this, tonight. so this great story that came out yesterday. <laughs> Greg Schiano, the, Tennessee is like they're going through names. They're eventually they're like, all right, we're not getting Gruden. Gruden's not coming. Their next pick apparently is Greg Schiano, which isn't terrible. Like Greg Schiano's had he had success at Rutgers many years ago, and he's actually like he had to build himself back up, and he actually has been pretty good at Ohio State as an assistant there as a defensive coordinator. And right. I talked to a buddy of mine who's an Ohio State um big Ohio State fan, and he even told me the other night he said, "You know what? Like Ohio State has they wouldn't if they didn't have Schiano this year, they'd be they they'd have had more losses. Like Schiano's done a really good job there." So from that angle, like you could do worse. But a lot of the fans in Tennessee, they were like, okay, we don't want Greg Schiano. Like, we just made, we've went, gone through Derek Dooley and Butch Jones. Like, yeah, we, we don't want, want the Greg big Schiano. Hire. We want, we the, want good the big hire. splash. And so what starts coming out is many years ago in the early 90s, Greg Schiano, throughout his coaching career, was at Penn State. And he was a DB's coach and, and a grad assistant at, at Penn State. And apparently through the whole Jerry Sandusky trial and all that, Greg Schiano, I think, testified or did something with with that, and you know his name was cleared and all this. Well, somehow he last test- night he apparently that it was thrown out there by somebody that was testifying during the McQuarrie stuff that Greg Schiano admitted to walking into the shower and seeing Sandusky in the shower with a kid, and it turned out that that was never That's not said. True. Right? It was never mentioned in a court document. It was there. It was completely false. And the New York Times or Washington Times, whichever one it was, totally made it up. So that starts making arounds last night, and Tennessee fans are like, "You can't hire this guy. He's basically a child molester." And like all the like, they just went to the extreme. If on I it. if I am Greg Schiano, I am suing two people. I'm suing the Huckabee Chick, and I'm suing Clay Travis. Just being oh, honest for with that, you. for putting that out, yeah, there. for for you know defaming my name, like d- they cost me a job, yeah, because they went and caused Twitter yeah, they, outrage. This was the story on Outkick the coverage: Tennessee poised to hire loser coach named in child sex investigation. So again, it's it turned everybody out. So what happens is they basically they signed a, an mo an mou I think is whatever that uh, is. whatever it's it's a. Uh, it's an agreement before an agreement. Yeah. It's basically saying, hey, look, I'm going to come there and, and we'll sign the paperwork. Tennessee decides, you know, we're going to back away from this. They call Greg Schiano's camp. They're like, yeah, we're going to – we we made a mistake here. We really don't want to hire you. Well, at first, Schiano's camp's like, no, 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 no. You committed to us. We're coming there. Greg's your next head coach. Yeah, we're going to be there in about an hour and a half. So then Twitter starts exploding. All this mess starts going on. 
Finally, Shiano's camp comes back and goes, you know what? We want out of this, too. We don't want anything to do with Tennessee. Your fans are psycho. They're painting on the rock on on Tennessee's campus. Shiano sucks and all this. You know what? We don't want to come there. So they make this mutual agreement to, to part ways on this deal that they agreed to. Now, albeit something in the fine print says they still have to pay Shiano something. There was one report that they'd have to pay him $20 million. I don't think that's going to happen. That's that would be amazing. I mean, that, that would be crazy. But yeah, If that happened, he won't be suing anybody. So this report just came out. Clay Travis uh, reporting, as the Tennessee search redirects, I am told current Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten has let athletic director John Curry know he would leave the Cowboys to take over the Tennessee football job. What? Jason Witten. Good God. Tennessee is the... Sh- is, oh, I almost said something I shouldn't say. T- Tennessee is the bleep show of all bleep shows, and damn it, I love them for this. Continue being you, Tennessee. You are an absolute muddy disaster, That and you get what you deserve. Jason Witten, who's never coached before, is going to leave the Dallas Cowboys and come... This could not get any better. Yeah. No. So it's, it's just another story in, in the mix here, and... I was talking to my buddy who's a Tennessee fan last night, and he's just like, you know, I said, who do you want at this point? He's like, doesn't matter. I mean, it's like... I, I take back Lane Kiffin at this he point. He actually said that. I said, at this point, Lane Kiffin would be would be a win for Tennessee. He really and would. And how great would that be? I mean, he, he would, would go in there, amazing. guns a-blazing. It would be amazing. I mean, that would be a win for Tennessee. And look, I don't care. LSU doesn't have to see Tennessee for several years now. They've played them. They've gotten them out the way. They can go out and hire. Let them hire Gruden for all I care. I don't care. I want Tennessee to. Well, yeah, that ain't happening. I want Tennessee to win here. So, but Lane Kiffin would be a phenomenal hire at this point. But it's like if you're Mike Norvell, do you even consider that job now with all the the crap that's been spewed the past twenty four no, hours? I feel like you can get a better job somewhere else, so, anywhere. I'm mean, like, just it, it's it truly is amazing how much you can screw something up, and they have been the ultimate screw up. They have just mishandled everything and there's a reason why first of all their program continues to be absolute crap it's because of stuff like this when you're that stupid and then it's also sad it speaks to what the world is that we allow twit look now would greg shiano have been the best hire there probably not would he have been out in like three or four years probably would have been the same as it's been with butch jones this that and the other but you know what the fact that the internet allows or it controls what gets done in this world bleep that noise Quit being this way. Our society is weak as hell, and we have a little bunch of schoolboy bitches out there that sit at their keyboards and type things up and cost people jobs that they went out and you know were, were hired for. And when you know, look, great again. Greg Schiano might be a total douche and in, in you you know what head, but he wasn't. He wasn't involved like he was mentioned with the Penn State stuff. It was a fabricated thing. It was a total lie. And then on top of it, you get people throwing that out there, and then the internet wins. And the internet should stop winning. I'm done with the internet winning because it's a bunch of pansies who sit at home and are too afraid to come and face you in person. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this, though. Somebody point this out. If the fan base uprises like they did last night from Tennessee fans, when we're talking boosters, season ticket holders, and all that, shouldn't they get some say in who the hire? I mean, these are the people who are investing the money in the program. And for you to go sit th- sit up there on your high horse in the athletic director's chair and go, we know all. We know what's best for the university. We're going to make the hire, and you guys shut up, and you give us your money still. Like, 
you, the fans should get some say in who the hire is, especially when you're giving them Derek Dooley and Butch Jones back to back. Like, they should get some say in. You know, have a vote. Say, hey guys, all of our big boosters coming. We're gonna have a, we're gonna put it to a vote. These are who guys who we'd like to hire. All right, Greg Schiano. All in favor, say aye. Okay, nobody. All right, we're moving on from Greg Schiano. Like. They should get some say in this, and I saw some people saying, "If you're making hires based on what the fans think, then you're you're just the lowest of the low." Like, well, they sh- in a school now, look, where yeah. the boosters have a lot of influence, and, and they're the ones putting money into the program. Like, it all does. They get, should get some input. It does get back to Tennessee having a bunch of idiots running it. Like that is part. Of, like, I don't know anybody that could sit there and say that Greg Schiano was going to be a great hire. I I don't get it. I could understand hiring a Greg Schiano at a smaller school, you know, a conference USA school or or an American Athletic Conference school, not a SEC program in the SEC East that thinks and look from a profit standpoint actually does operate as one of the big dogs. They make a ton of money in Tennessee. They're what the second most profitable uh, or second or third most profitable football program in the country, maybe fourth, whatever. They're top five in profits. It, it they should get better coaching than that. And whoever's making the decisions in the first place to to hire these people that caused the backlash, they got egg on their face too. Just stupid. That's a good. That's a good sounding computer video we got going on there. That's probably Greg Schiano coming in and uh, wrecking the computer system. But that's yeah, okay. well, twenty four seven. There's a couple websites. Twenty four seven sports, CBS, automatic, all of them yeah, with autoplay the auto videos. videos. Autoplay videos are the worst. At least, start, at least mute it. Like if you're gonna autoplay the video, mute it. Right. Like, the fact that you are playing sound out of my computer the minute I go to your website, not a good sign. I As would like to slap Sports you Illustrated for it. and every any CBS sports site does that crap, and it's bull. It is bull. I hate it. But, uh, I, I hate autoplay videos as much as I hate Twitter outrage sometimes. But I was just reading this piece on uh, 24-7 Sports. It basically says A&M doesn't have a plan B. They are all in on Jimbo Fisher. And if Jimbo screws them over like he screwed over LSU the past two years, like his agent, Jimmy Sexton, who's a slime ball, has done it year in and year out to many different schools, Jimbo ain't going to A&M, and A&M is screwed. And you know what? Kevin Sublin may not be a world beater, but if they don't get Jimbo, they're going to Chad they're going, Morris. They're going backwards. Probably. Yeah, like you are better off just keeping someone if you can't upgrade for another year. Yeah, probably. And by the way, you got to pay him a buyout now, so you're paying someone to go away. You, got, you owe you someone like twelve million dollars, I believe. Yeah, you don't get Jimbo, whose who's buyout at, at Florida State is stupid high, and they don't well, have you, you got to give him the contract. Sumlin, but someone's not like some of these other coaches; their buyout gets stretched over years. Someone's is it a one-time to payment? Pa- to be paid within the first 60 days. Oh, my so, God. Like, they got to pay him a... F- cut him a check for, like, so they six just, mil. Like, here you go, I Kevin. thought it was 12. Whatever it is, they got to pay him, like, immediately. So, it's... it's um They just finished paying him for his regular season where he made about six. And then on top of it, they got to cut him, like, a $12 million check. That's unbelievable. What a, you talk about a payday. Like, and again, I... And that allows him to go coach immediately, by the way. Yeah. If he's getting that money within 60 days. Now, they might hold out and make him wait a little bit, but I'm not going to be shocked if someone's coaching somewhere else. I've already seen his name pop up at Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, $10.4 million is the buyout. Okay, 10.4. Still. And to be paid within 60 days of Sunday. Wow. It's a rough... And, and yeah, his name has already surfaced in the Arizona State. Because like Arizona I'm State like, was coming after him after. Thank you for my for my payout, and I'm going, I got a job already. See you I'm, guys going, like, I'm going to, I'm going to Fe- the Phoenix area does, where they have undie runs on campus. See it, you later, it, bitches. It does not suck to be Kevin Sumlin on this nope. Monday. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, final segment of the hour, right after this.
Back to the Chris Gordy Show on Sports 1280, New Orleans. I was broken from a young age, taking my soak into the masses, writing my poems for the few that look at me, took to me, shook at me, feeling me, singing from heartache, from the pain, taking my message from the veins, speaking my lesson from the brain, seeing the beauty through the... Welcome back again, Chris Gordy Show. Final segment of hour number one. As we go guest-free on this Monday. I actually reached out to one of my buddies at Lindy's. Uh, we'll see if he'll uh, get back with us. Um, I was like, dude, we got to get you on to talk about some of these coaching searches because it is absolutely nuts. I mean, it was just coming down left and right last night. Like, it's the first Sunday. It's the Sunday night after the season ended. Like, yeah. you'd expect it to, you know, like some, okay, we need some downtime. Like, these athletic directors are going to do their vetting and all. I mean, it was just like a free-for-all. It was like, Florida's got Dan Mullen. Ole Miss is keeping Matt Luke. Like, everything, like, arrows flying left and right. So, How about my boy Cliff uh, getting his job saved at Texas Tech with a nice little win over Texas? Yeah, how about that? Yeah. And you start to feel, if you're an LSU fan, I mean, look, I, I still like Tom Herman in, for the long haul. Like, I think he'll eventually get Texas my up boy, and running. My boy Cliff, by but, the way, now 16-30 and 30 in Big 12 places in 2013. But you look, at, you look at what Coach O did and, you know, loses to Mississippi you feel State, better about loses Coach to o Troy, right and then turns turns it around and wins, what, eight of the last nine or whatever the hell the number was, and, you know, finished nine and three. You feel pretty good about where the program is with Coach O. And by the way, Coach O's about to get into Coach O season recruiting. This oh, is, yeah. This is what Coach O does. So he's going into recruiting with his mentality of, we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna beat Saban and recruit like we're we gonna beat some wild boys like, out on the trail. He, he's going to get some kids, and so you feel I don't know you feel pretty good about not getting Tom Herman at least today. Now look, you fast forward five years from now, Herman wins a title at UT and LSU doesn't have one. Okay, then maybe you missed on Herman, but right now, you watch it, Tom Herman and his offense struggle against Texas Tech. Texas yeah. Tech, yeah. you couldn't score forty against Texas Tech, like. Yep. So it's a beautiful night for me. Yeah, it was a nice win for for Cliff Kingsbury, and, and we talked about him. Like he's kind of stuck there. He's his buyout is is, is massive. Yeah, his buyout's mad, but they were actually look. If he lost that game, apparently they were going to move on, and they went ahead and decided to keep him. Which, you know, I look. I personally hope he works out because he's a Texas Tech alumni, and I, I like him a lot, and I, I want him. He's got the swag, and he's got that. You know, he's got it all. You just want him to do it. He hadn't done it. Um, you should feel good, though, about Coach O. And I saw the articles. I don't know if we hadn't even mentioned it yet. Are you worried at all that Matt Canada is going to take off after one year? I'm not worried. I, that's what I've heard from uh, from people that I've talked to. Uh, that he could land one of these well, spots that gets it, a, it's one, it's pops one of the, open. Yeah, it's one of those things. Matt Canada wants to be a head coach. That's first and foremost. He, yes, and he's going he to be a head coach eventually. You know, he's going to have to start a small school or whatever. What happens but in the two, Memphis, that Memphis, if, if Norvell leaves Memphis? Yeah, absolutely. I could see Canada go to Memphis. That that would make sense. Um, you know, any of these smaller schools that, that are looking for a guy. I, From what I heard, though, like he and, he and Coach O butted heads a couple times during the season. Eventually, Coach O said, all right, look, it's your offense. I'm letting you run the show, whatever. It seems like they're going to lose Canada, and I don't think it's a big this year? loss. Yeah. Okay. I so don't, you're, you're, you're from what I've on. heard. From what I've heard, it sounds like Canada's going to move on this off season. From uh, now, Coach O was asked about it this past week. They said, "What would happen if 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 he were to leave?" He said, "Well, we have a lot of different options. You know, worst case scenario, Steve Ensminger is still on staff, the guy who was the interim OC last year, and that's when LSU's offense turned around, started scoring forty points a game, and you know, so I don't." At the, it wouldn't be the end of the world if they just kept Ensminger on as, as the OC, but I'd like him to go out and hire a big name and, you know, 
look, the the jet sweeps and the pre-snap motion and all that the Canada brought, it was it's fine. It it worked. But I wouldn't be opposed to going back to a traditional style offense. I'm because with you. It's all about quarterback. Who can come in? It's and, almost for 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 LSU. It's almost a damn shame Cliff got didn't get fired at Texas Tech. That would have been the guy oh, you would have gone after beautiful. in a freaking heartbeat. I'm not even kidding on that. I'd give. That guy's been an amazing offensive coordinator. I'd give Sumlin a call. Hey Kevin, uh, Kevin you want I know to... you just got paid ten million on a buyout. Hey Chitch, you want to come be OC? I know Arizona State where they got a bunch of coeds that that like to walk around almost half naked. 85% of the year, <laughs> but would you like to come to LSU and be my offensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, what was that? It'd be Arizona, Arizona State. State. Oh, nice. That you ever heard of the Undy Run? That campus is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, Dave, do yourself a favor and, and Google Arizona State Undy Run right now. We won't talk to you till the end of the show. Sounds good. <laughs> there was like a, You'd be a little occupied. The videos are fantastic. Walking around that campus, like it was all eights and nines and tens. Like there were no. There were no ugly girls on that campus at Arizona State. They must, they, there's a requirement. I was going to say, when you put in your application, they must ask for a picture. Oh, they definitely ask for not just a picture, a bikini And shot. it's a bunch of frat guys with backwards hats running the admissions office at yeah. Arizona State going, Bro, look at hey, her. pass this one. Uh, yeah. Nah, she's out. No. See ya. Dude, she's like four bills. No, out. Yep. Platinum blonde hair. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, well. Here's the thing too. They get a lot of so SoCal girls. Like yeah. Southern people from Southern they California can't get into come USC over. And they can't right. get into UCLA. So they come so over to Arizona. They go to Arizona State, where the weather's just as good. Um, it gets a little bit hotter now in the summer, but that's when they go home to California. You're a short drive from Vegas. I mean, there's a lot of stuff within. I have cousins that lives in Phoenix, and uh, they really enjoy it. Now they don't enjoy the oppressive heat in the summer, but yeah, it was weird. I went for the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and it was February. And it was during the daytime, it was like 85, 90. But it was it like a dry cold. heat. It wasn't humid. Yeah. It gets cold. And then at night, night, it was like 30. Like yeah. it was stupid. I'm like, I'm freezing. What is this? Like, That's what happens. Very out there. strange. I've been there before around Super Bowl time, and it was odd. All right. So, uh, our number one is in the books. Our buddy Matt Lowe is going to join us uh, from Lindy Sports coming up in the next hour. Uh, we'll talk with him about some of the coaching searches because it is absolutely Oh, by the insane. way, I just saw this one not too long ago. I don't know if you even saw it earlier, but Mississippi State, one of the names that's also been floating around, Pep, Ham- Pep Hamilton. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's another small school that's supposed to have an opening, too, by the way, Rice in Houston. Okay. That could be a team to that watch could be, out for. That could be a Matt Canada destination. Yeah. You know, He's just looking to get his feet wet uh, as a coach, as yeah. a head coach. So. Options that are possible. Uh, the big thing for LSU, you want to hang on to Dave Aranda. Just make sure Dave Aranda's name does not service in any of these jobs. And a Mississippi State is the type of school that could pay him. You know, like you're not gonna, because of what you're paying Canada or uh, Aranda, you're not going to lose him to a Rice or to a Houston or something like that. Like you would lose him to a Mississippi State because you can't pay him what they're going to pay him now. Mississippi State. I don't know if they'd want to take a chance on a defensive guy. Oh, and Rice, know. that Rice job is open. I've missed that. I was looking at a, at a non-updated article. That job is open. It is. None of those so. girls are wearing clothes. It's like they're wearing dental floss to <laughs> on campus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love a good dental floss under pair of underwear. All right. Hour number one is in the books. When we come back, a lot more we got to get into. We'll talk some Saints. We'll talk some LSU, but mostly talking about these coaching searches because it is absolutely bonkers in college football on this Monday morning. It's Chris Gordy Show. Stay there. What you see. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.